0: Well, good Wednesday morning, everyone. It's the 20th of October, and my title today is Lie Number 5, The Whopper Junior. One choice I must make every time I go to Burger King is, do I want the Big Whopper or just the Whopper Junior? I mean, do I want less calories, less greasy fat, and slightly a little less of the things my body is craving? Or, or maybe I need to save some money. I'm guessing that when it comes to junk food, less is better for me. Or should I splurge? Okay, easy decision. I'll have the double Whopper with cheese and bacon, large order of fries, and a chocolate shake. Now that I have your saliva glands going today, I want to follow up on yesterday's The Big Whopper Lie. And today, look at what I call the Whopper Junior. The big Whopper was, it's only porn. At least I'm not having sex with anyone. Well, the Junior Whopper is, "Eh, I realize it's a little bit of a problem, but I don't need to tell anybody. One of the lessons we learn early in life is if we have a problem, we need help. If you fall off your bike, you go to your mom and she puts the Superman Band-Aid on the boo-boo and gives you a treat and all is right in your world again. However, if you're playing with dad's chainsaw and cut off one of your fingers, Superman Band-Aid ain't gonna work. So is porn in your life a big deal or little deal? Is it okay for a guy who's single and has no outlet for the massive amounts of sperm building up, which surely must need to be emptied now and again? Or for the times in which your wife might be ill or recovering from childbirth, and she has no interest in sexual intimacy, or she's angry with you? Because she discovered you've been looking at porn, and she's decided to end all sexual contact, like my wife did, for six months. Or perhaps she's even separated from you. The problem is, it is probably not just a little bit of a problem anymore. It's either on the way to, or has already become, an addiction. And also we minimize or rationalize it in our minds. The longer it remains a secret sin, two things tend to happen. You want more frequency and you want more variety. Outside of the Christian culture, you know, most people have very little problem with masturbation and looking at porn. And some even talk about its benefits, that masturbation is a good thing and perfectly fine to do. I even know a guy, and this is true, who we were driving in my car having this discussion and he pulled out his wallet and he showed me, written on a physician's prescription note, his doctor telling him to masturbate on a regular basis. It was all I could do to not burst out laughing. Uh, And I didn't. However, within our Christian culture, we're told it is not acceptable and it is a sinful practice that we really do not need to practice at all. If there is a practice, you should skip it. There are numerous passages in the Bible that warn us about the sins related to sex, like adultery, immorality, fornication, fidelity. And there's even a Greek word, pornia. Plus, we're told many times to be striving to live a holy life. However, here's the real problem. Using porn and practicing solo sex is not without some serious consequences. God designed sex. It was his idea to be an important part of being married. Not only to populate the world, which I think we're pretty good on that one, but to be bonding and having a pleasurable experience between a wife and her husband. And it is an important part of a good marriage. Our sexual desires build over time and help to keep the couple enjoying close intimacy. However, I'm not sure what the percentage would be if I asked every married couple in our church if their sexual intimacy was great, good, okay, or not good, and the cause of many problems in the marriage. And so men feel sometimes justified turning to use porn as a way to deal with their sexual temptations, whether they're married or not. Now, over the past 16 years, I've done quite a bit of research, and I've worked with hundreds of men, perhaps even thousands, who are addicted to porn and sex, just like I was. And if there is one common denominator or one thing almost all men have in common is that they realize They have become addicted to porn and sex, and if they try to stop, it seems impossible. Add to that the powerful pressure one feels because of shame and how far they've gone down the garbage disposal of sexual sin and its multiple varieties. The more difficult it will be to confess where you have been online or in person, And slowly the stakes have become higher and deeper the further you go into sexual sin. Telling your wife or your friends that you are occasionally using porn or found a porn site in your history is one thing. Having progressed into hours online, massage parlors, prostitutes, and a physical or emotional affair with someone is a much greater problem for anyone's spouse like it was for me when I had to confess it all to my wife September 9, 2005. Sure, it starts out as a little problem, right? Uh, Usually we get exposed to porn uh, as we're nearing or in puberty, but it's now become this raging, roaring forest fire that's going to consume everything you hold dear. When a married man first turns to porn after becoming married, it seems, you know, kind of like a little thing, even though it does seem wrong, and you don't want to tell your spouse. It seems to us to be only a skin knee looking at lingerie online, but it is the beginning of going down a long and dangerous road that can cost you everything. Seems small and insignificant at the time, but we slowly inch our way down into deeper and more powerful porn until we become addicted. And what we thought would stay just a little problem that we could control and we could deal with because it's just a minor issue in our mind, our problem has grown into a monster who is now controlling our life. Porn and sexual sin is not some minor issue that you can just brush under the carpet and everything will be fine. It will lead you to break your marital vows of keeping yourself only for your wife and it becomes something you feel you need more and more as the stresses of life increase and the pressures in marriage increase, and sexual activity decreases. The solution is simple, but extremely important and difficult. Find someone you can trust, like maybe a close friend, or a pastor, or a counselor, or a group of other men helping one another with the temptations daily, and then begin to grow and move away from this sin that has you entangled. And just so you know, this is what I've poured my life into the last four years. We have 14 online support teams which are doing that very thing to almost 200 men in 12 different nations around the world. Listen, my friends, the 180 Recovery Program has a proven track record, and it will help you begin to walk in freedom from this sin, which really is, a big deal. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. Hope you have a great day in the Lord, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Take care, and goodbye.